Well, that worked out exactly how I planned, said no one ever. I Feel Awful, Chronicles of Leadership, a micro-podcast featuring Christine Sachs, Juanita Molano-Para, Katharina Schneegas, and Robert Kwong. Chronicle 87, Bringing People Along. So over the last two months, um, I and I think some other people on the team have been working with a government agency, uh, coaching some of the managers and leaders in there. And I've noticed across the board, two main topics that have come up. And so one of them is this piece about bringing people along that we want to talk about today, because there's no manual which is one of those things that, like everything in leadership, makes it harder. Um, and so many of the conversations were around people wanting to bring a project, bring an initiative, make a difference, but really struggling to move it forward and to get people that are affected by it involved or get buy-in from their managers and their directors. And so we ended up in a lot of conversations around it because how do you actually bring people along? Some of them talked about, well, I'll get a book about selling and that'll be helpful. And it's like, <laughs> yes, maybe potentially. And the thing with bringing people along is that it's not selling, it's not convincing, it's not manipulating. Well, I mean, I'll take that back. Granted, all those things can help you bring people along in just weird ways. And that's not the leadership that I want to put in. But how do you bring people along without those things? Um, we often use the word enrollment. And I think for you all, and honestly, for me, it's been kind of, sometimes it escapes me. It's kind of ethereal and what is enrollment. But I've been on my mind because of this, because that's really what it is. It's not appreciation. It's not convincing. It's enrollment. So what is that? And how do we bring people along? You know, it's hilarious. The online dictionary definition of enrollment is the action of enrolling or being enrolled. It's that one is. of those pointless definitions. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first thought that I remember taking in the concept of enrollment and struggling with it because it sounds like a lot of other things like you were talking about. And so like real life examples, I was thinking of like, you know, the, the concept of persuasion or, um, you know, the way that business can be done or pitch meetings and things like that. So it feels like there's like an agenda, there's a there's a thing you want to get to, but enrollment feels so much larger than that. And since we do ontological coaching, it feels a little more zoomed out. And I've always found the trying to talk about that uh, at times challenging. The, the only thing that has come up for me about enrollment from my basic understanding is nothing about enrollment is within the comfort zone of a person. It's like when I think of enrollment, there's always something about it that's by default has that sense of being outside of the comfort zone. And, but I, I feel like in the real world, there's a lot of other things that looks like what we're trying to capture. That's not, that that's not quite that. And so that's always been interesting to try to have a discussion around it. And I still struggle with it, as you can see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that some of the, 
challenge is that the similar words often feel really slimy. Sales, persuasion, even influence is kind of getting a, like a weird, you know, influencer is a definitely a dumb term, right? Like there's just um, a really kind of gross ex- uh, connection to the experience of it. But, and we've all had it, like, you know, when you are enrolled in something, it just, it feels aligned, it feels authentic. And there's a real commitment to uh, a common vision or mission, which is the difference for me, I think, from all the other things. Persuasion is like, I'm trying to win you over to my side. Whereas enrollment is like, we are all together in service of a group's common vision or direction, a purpose. And you may have your own individual take on that purpose, but we all are connected because of that. What's really interesting, I looked up the kind of derivation of the word enroll. And way back when, it's really just about like writing the name of someone on a register. Like you actually have a piece of paper, you would put their name and that was the whole thing. It was sort of a, a binding agreement. Juanita's face is like, what? <laughs> well, I was thinking because the uh, before coaching and for all of this enrollment, I only heard it in the realm of enrolling in school. So I enrolled for my program. Um, and I mean, and that's it, right? Like I, I, I enrolled for my program. I enrolled in my, I, I, I first heard this when I was coming for my MBA. So I enrolled in my MBA. I chose this. Like I had that bought in that had me like want to go to this party and be part of this for something for me. Like it, 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 I was in it. Well, that's interesting. The doing is registering for a thing like the coaching program. Yeah. But what were you enrolled in? Like what was the thing? what was the experience or larger vision that that like that was the thing that you were the enrolled in the conceptual idea well that is hilarious because it's actually one of the biggest differences for me between when i enrolled for my coaching program and when i enrolled for my mba because oh, i enrolled for my mba as a I mean, that was the way it was supposed to go, right? Like that was my path. Yeah, I went to school here. I worked for a few years. I went to the US to get my MBA. That was the path and the career. So I actually didn't have a clarity. I didn't have clarity or a vision of what came after, which made the MBA harder for me, like the recruiting and all of that. Because I enrolled in the program and like just those two years and what that was and maybe I'm kind of lying. Like that was the opportunity of leaving, experiencing and having opportunities in the US, which opened up a lot of doors. That's what I was enrolling in. I wasn't as clear on the future of it. With the coaching program, when I enrolled, it was actually like, this was never on my radar. This wasn't on my path or around me. So it was actually less about the coaching program itself and more about what I was going to, what that was going to help me build going forward, what that was like, what my life looked after that kind of, which yeah. I didn't have be- in the MBA. Well, and I think that that's something to really highlight for, I think ourselves, but also for anybody who might be listening to this particular episode, Chronicle, is the experience of like, how you know you're not enrolling people in a common vision is that as the person doing the enrolling, it feels hard. 
I mean, you know, one, we all went to the same coach training program, accomplishment coaching. Um, and we've all had the experience of trying to enroll clients into our practice. And generally when we're not enrolling, it's like, it's hard because you have to, there's all this stuff. And how do I convince people to hire me? How do I prove to them that coaching is a worthwhile investment? Whereas we've all had the experience that when we're enrolling, there's a sense of flow. There's a connection. There's an immediate like um, sense of partnership that's like, oh, right, of course, like, of course. And so I wonder if that's for for the kind of business minded individuals that were that might be listening like that might be one way to know if you're bringing people along is it hard do you hate it or is it um like a it feels like a conversation that's truly connected to something that matters to you that's building something that's aimed towards the future yeah i i i heard in that like enrollment there isn't as much of a have to, you know what I mean? There's a lot of like have to, should be's, you have to get there. It's just, you know, one way or the other. And enrollment feels a little more expansive. And I might use the word inclusive, meaning it can include a lot of different people's vision for their future that also leaves room for uncertainty. And I would say like in persuasion or sometimes like, you know, the, the dark side of sales, there's a little bit of like giving, giving, pictures and promises in the future that you cannot ultimately guarantee and then you go through that experience you're like oh but there's still a lot i have to fill in and so you know there's an aspect of enrollment that i feel like can include all of these things uncertainty people growing and changing and still being feeling like there's a sense of direction and purpose and all of that and so thinking back to the times when i felt like the enrollment was a struggle or feeling like I'm someone is trying to enroll me, but there's like a feeling of dissonance. It's usually there's a sense of like something has to happen. Something has to be without, without more room for, for, for other factors, for example. So yeah, that tension and conflict a lot. In fact, Juanita, before we got on the call, you were saying like something about conflict made you think about enrollment. So I was curious, like without, that enrollment part, what can happen? You know, because I felt like you were talking about some of the things that enrollment can support and without it, how things can become challenging. Well, I think you've all, you've both alluded to like the challenges of it when there is an enrollment, which is like, it feels hard. It feels like convincing. Like when I think about the experience for myself or listening to others, it feels like pulling something. And yeah, I, I think that's that's really the experience. And so when you talk to, often when I talk to people, it isn't like, oh, I'm having challenges with enrolling. Can I get some support, right? It's like, oh, like in this place that I work, everything is so hard and nobody wants to do the right thing and nobody wants to put in the work that's important. And there's all this thing, right? Like all this complaints, which... I mean, granted, there are structures, there are bureaucracies, there are limitations. And when all we can see is how those things aren't working, then we are not doing enrollment because of something that you said, Robert, that I hadn't fully connected, which is that it like from a place of, of enrollment, it allows for those changes, for the different perspectives, for change in circumstances, right? 
when we I, I think about in the realm of a of belonging and equity from self-righteousness and this is the right thing and you're wrong we can't bring people along and i'm not saying there's no things that are wrong but like from that place it's really hard to bring people along on something that you want to create or that you want to do so yeah just kind of seeing the 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 value also in this in a world that is constantly changing in organizations that are constantly changing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I was thinking I was using the word inclusion because that's something we've been thinking about for our conference next month, that enrollment is such a key factor. And I think enrollment also makes me think of leadership. You know, the closest thing I found to something that feels real authentic, it would be like being able to model something about how you might move forward in a certain way with a group or a project or a commitment. And first, first and foremost, being able to model it rather than having to convince people that this is what's happening, you know? And I get stuck in that sometimes because, you know, sometimes society can make it difficult to actually stay, try to stay in that authentic place. But Enrollment, I think, is so interesting because I think about leadership, education, because you brought up like universities. It's such a, it's, it's something that I think can apply everywhere, in other words, you know, as a something to think about when you are trying to relate to someone or talk to someone about something, you know. Yeah, thanks, Robert, because I, I started to think about, you know, um, as I often do, I look for the places in my life where this stuff happens. And um, I was thinking about uh, movies and what enrolls me in movies. And, you know, I think some people, like, I think the danger is that sometimes people think, oh, enrollment means you have to get people to feel a kind of way. Oh, if I make people feel a way, then they'll be enrolled. But, you know, that treads the line of emotional manipulation. Right. Because, you know, we watch those shows where we're like, you can see the like, oh, you put that scene in because you want me to cry. And if you think I cry, I'll be connected to the, the <laughs> Robert and Juanita are laughing. We, we, you know, there are shows that you can see that coming a mile away. And you're like, oh, yeah, that I know. Which, I mean, I may be crying, but I also hate myself because I'm crying because I know what's happening, you know. And then there are the places where. The. You know, I think of Pixar because I think Pixar does this really well. There's such a commitment to a story. There's such a commitment to a purpose-driven narrative that you are enrolled in that journey, and you happen to feel a, you happen to feel a kind of way. Like I don't think that Pixar intends to have people laugh and cry and have a good time they want to they hope that they evoke emotions but the vision is to tell this you know to reach out to people and tell these impactful stories i mean we've all watched um i'm thinking specifically juanita von canto one of the more recent ones you know and turning red you know some of the cultural things like we've all we've all seen the shows that pander to culture and we're all sometimes a little grossed out by it but when the focus is on the story and telling like a vision, then like we're enrolled, like the cultural aspect happens to be part of the enrollment, but it's not the thing we're enrolled in, you know? And we happen to feel a kind of way, but it's not the thing, the feelings are not what we're enrolled in. We're enrolled in a, in a bigger vision. 
Yeah. And I think that is crucial and the intention and the vision first and foremost, and being clear on that before you go enrolling people, right? Because then, um, I mean, and I will say this is, uh, this I learned a lot through the program at AC and I actually, I will say, I'll remember Laura Westman. She is a peer and she was one of my leaders when I was there. And the first program that I had with her, I remember her telling me it's about intention. Intention first, then logistics, then figuring things out, then creating, but it begins with intention. So what's the intention of this? And I carry that because that's that's this, right? Like if not, then we're quote unquote enrolling people in how to do something, which is not enrolling, is telling, is convincing, is all the other things. And I think there can be a, we can stop at like a certain point as far as understanding, particularly when you say there's conflict and challenges and difference of opinions, difference in culture, backgrounds. Um, I always like the concept of enrollment to be able to zoom out and look at things from a general, like how can we understand what is going on? How can we understand where we want to go with the group of people? Um, so yeah, with all the, the other words that we've talked about that maybe we think enrollment has a different value, um, something something we want to explore as well. Yeah. And so we'll leave you with a few practices for today. So call to action, number one, notice when it feels hard to bring people along and consider that you're not bringing people along, you're actually convincing them or not convincing them for that effect. Number two, notice if you're operating from shoots and create your purpose or your what for that could actually bring people. Number three, where are you inflexible in your enrollment? How can you center inclusion and openness so as to bring people into your vision? And number four, Get clear on your intention and get clear on your vision before you start your enrollment. See you next week. You can follow us on the web at www.christinesaxcoaching.com.